Hi everyone, welcome to Movies at Midnight Podcast, the show where we discuss movies that we watched, do some traveling inspired by the location of the film or their themes. I'm Tanya. And I'm Jorge. We're continuing our Halloween theme for the month of October. We are watching, we are talking about The House is October Built from 2014. Yeah, and what better way to celebrate Halloween than to go to a haunted attraction? So far away. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Um, Care to comment on how you feel about haunted houses? Oh, I love them. (laughs) I would, um, there's this great documentary I really like. It's called Haunters, the Art of the Scare. I think it's on Amazon. But... It has a lot of, um, it showcased a lot of, like, I guess, independent haunted mm-hmm. houses where people just go into bankruptcy making these haunted houses. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> I would spend everything and then I would charge the lint in, a, in someone's pocket yeah. for entry. <laughs> haunted houses are definitely getting more and more extreme and more scary more animatronics more actors um more touching yeah more touching um only one-way street though yeah don't touch the actors yeah don't please don't <laughs> touch the actors let them do their job leave them be <laughs> um yeah but having a haunted house like when you were a little kid doesn't cut it anymore people want to get more and more scared and that was something that i enjoyed about this movie it's like why do we do that? Why are we continuously looking for the scariest haunted house, the most extreme, the more physically involved? Uh, none of us are going, ooh, what's the safest haunted house to visit near me? I mean, I might be. I'm not that extremist. I just want to have a good time. Yeah. Um. I think this movie is... A great love letter to haunted houses. I think if you're big into haunted houses, yeah, you should definitely check this one out. Mm-hmm. I would say there's a lot of fluff because it it's um, found footage style, and they record a lot. You know, they have to fill a lot of it, but there is enough interesting moments in it. I read there was a lot of real interviews, and a lot of the haunts that they went to were real, and I don't know how they were allowed to film inside some of them, if that's real, because I know whenever we've gone, there no filming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want you to ruin the surprise for others, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of good, cool stuff in here, and just around the whole, the whole culture of haunts and such. So I really like this movie. I mean, there are definitely parts that are just like, yeah, whatever, what, what's going on on my phone? But um, <laughs> yeah. it's real quick, so it's not that big of a deal. It's like an hour 30. Yeah, it's not the longest horror movie, and I'll say I'm not the biggest fan of found footage. I know the the Blair Witch is the kind of franchise that got the found footage going together, and one effective way of using found footage is to get your audience thinking, is this real? Um, because, you know, we're following five friends, and they're looking for, you know, haunted houses across... Uh, the U.S. and they're in Texas and go to Louisiana and so it's like these are you know makes the audience think can I go visit these these haunted houses as well I think you can I think they're all real except maybe the blue skeleton yeah 
or is it or is it yeah um but the way this film was done also reminds me of someone going through a haunted house where kind of like in the beginning you see some scary stuff but at any haunted house that anyone visits you you can't be scared all of the time Mm -hmm. because then you kind of become desensitized to oh someone else is going to jump at me at every corner so in a haunted house you end up in like these rooms that it's maybe just dark and disorienting or there's really nothing there and it allows your audience to kind of step down come back to reality relax and then it hits you with the haunt so there's like some scenes where they're just like filming their rv looking at their drinks or whatever where i'm just like uh it, it, it could do without this but i feel like that's the director bringing us down from our excitement of being scared from uh, this, the previous scene. That's a good point. And to the real versus what's not real, another thing that they do is um, all the, the, the five main actors, they use their real names. Oh, yeah. And the one who directed it, three of the others are the main actors who help write it. So it's a lot of like crossover in that way, which I really like. Oh, I was just going to say one more thing before we do the summary mm-hmm. and then get into it. I just want to give a warning. There's obviously because it's a haunted house, or maybe not so obvious, there's flashing lights. So if you're going to watch that, just beware of that. Oh, and there's boobies. Mm-hmm. So there's a, <laughs> there's a, what, a strip scene? Yeah. It's actually really creepy because they're wearing masks they're wearing and I'm masks. like, ooh, okay. Anyways, but yeah, so some warnings if you want to watch it, maybe with your children or with your parents, (laughs) (laughs) or if you have epilepsy or are triggered by those things. All right, you want to get into the overview, the summary? Okay, I feel like the summary is a a lot quicker because, I don't know, it's found footage. Mm -hmm. So that was nice when I was writing it up. A group of five friends, Brandy, Zach, Bobby, Mikey, and Jeff, drive across America, mostly Texas, in search of the scariest haunted houses leading up to Halloween. Documenting their journey, some in the group soon tire of traditional haunts, mostly Zach, (laughs) seeking out a more extreme event, leading them to learn of the mysterious blue skeleton. As their search begins for this new, extreme haunt, events around them start to escalate, being stalked across hundreds of miles, filmed while sleeping, and eventually abducted by the Blue Skeleton group. The group of friends is separated, each experiencing their own seemingly violent torment. The movie ends with four of the friends being buried alive, buried alive, in coffins. As filming continues, the fifth friend, Jeff, presumably killed earlier and that's it that's my super sweet and short summary (laughs) um but i did want to say the movie was directed by bobby who's played by bobby bobby Mm -hmm. rowe and it was written by bobby rowe zach andrews and jeff larson who are the three three of the five in the movie and uh what i really like about this film also is that they mix in a lot of interviews with scare actors, which mm-hmm. I always think is interesting to hear their stories or why they do it. Because I also think being a scare actor would be a lot of fun. Uh, I like dressing up. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the dressing up part. I don't know if uh, 
I'm into the scaring people thing. Um, just because it's scary for me to to go through it once, but then if I'm the actor scaring someone every like 30 seconds, I, I feel like I would lose the creativity on how to scare someone, even though it's somebody else and I can probably do the exact same thing. I feel like internally I'd be like, what what do I do now? Then you just do the same thing. It's different people. Mm-hmm. No, but I understand that. You're like, why well, I just screamed 20 times in a row. Yeah. Shouldn't I switch it up? And plus, I don't think my voice box would uh, mm. handle the, the screaming and yelling. Maybe I'd have to have like the noisemakers or... Yeah. Oh, did I tell you my freshman year of college, we put on a haunted hallway just randomly. I don't know. Our whole hallway got together and we're like, let's put on a a haunted hallway. It was really fun. We like divided it into sections with bed sheets. It was so DIY and like of the moment, just like spur of the moment. But it was fun. Like people were hiding and they would like jump out of the dorm room. We had like a trash can someone was in and (laughs) it was so much fun. I was yeah, in charge really of the music. Cool. Ooh, yeah. nice. I forgot about that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, ne- never never did anything like that, but in uh, the neighborhood I grew up, we had some new neighbors that moved in, and they had some, what, of a longish driveway, and I remember they were, like, the first house on the neighborhood to put kind of like what your Halloween Horror Nights would be, where they had like a scarecrow that didn't move and then another one that actually like moved to scare you and it was probably only like no more than 15 feet or something like that but it was like the first house to do it and i remember everyone's like oh have you gone to jesse's house (laughs) i was gonna say oh i guess just a little more background before i we jump into the particulars that we liked in the movie there's a sequel that was made in 2017 it's pretty similar uh spoilers they all live it really is just a haunt um or is it yeah or is it but if i recall i haven't seen that one recently but i recall liking that one more and then i thought i remembered reading that there was a third one in production not in production but in the works and then yeah they just hadn't started working on it yet and then when i went to search for it last night trying to find research i couldn't find anything about it so I don't know if they axed the project, if they're still working on it, or if I just imagined reading that. (laughs) Not sure. But I like it. It kind of, the the trilogy idea kind of reminds me of Hell House LLC, like Mm. where they could kind of close the story with this third one, because it seems a little bit more involved than you initially think from this first movie with the blue skeleton group and the friends involved, which we're not really going to get into that much this time i don't think just talk about the first one so one one thing i didn't like about the second one is it answered the question that leaves us at the end of the first one is is this real yeah did the characters die in the coffin did coffin girl die is the blue skeleton real yeah, there's like and, a, a YouTube video of her and she's known everywhere as Coffin Girl or something. Yeah, yeah, because the, the second one opens up with, with her video going viral and, and that's what spurs that story. And obviously the the actors, you know, they're, they're traumatized from their experience. But at the end of this first movie, we don't know if, it, if it's real or not. And the second one tells you, no, the Blue Skeleton Group is, you know, like a horror attraction company. 
They put together this extreme Han. It's personalized to the people. Um, because nowadays we hear of other haunted directions that do that, where you interview with the place and they, they ask you what your fears are and they put together a, you know, a personalized haunt experience to try and see how far they can go before they break you. Yeah, I'm shaking my head because the only place that I know of that does that is the McCamley Manor. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's a haunted house. I think that's straight up torture. Yeah. I I mean, I know people go there willingly and all that, and I don't really have anything to say about that other than I would never. Yeah, same. Um, That's that's a little bit too much for me. They, like, drown them and bury, bury... bury them a lot sorry he's laughing at my pronunciation not the fact that they bury people alive it's that's also in the the documentary i was talking about earlier and it goes really into that so if you're interested in hearing more on that they give a really good summary and interviews with people have gone so yeah and i don't know if we saw it in the scare of the hunt or maybe it was another documentary or maybe a youtube video but i remember seeing some videos of um these haunted attractions where like your friends can send a picture of one of your friends and say, Hey, this is their name. This is what they're scared of. And while you're waiting in line, an actor would, you know, seek out these people and they, you know, know their name. And we saw that in the film where the actors or, or, or people would be so much more freaked out if you're going through a haunted attraction and someone's like, Hey, Tanya, like that would put you on edge it would make you so uneasy and it's a very simple thing to do that would be extremely effective yeah. in terms of getting under your skin because you're like how did this person know my name yeah uh that ends up happening to brandy mm-hmm. and the, the last thing i wanted to say about this film is it claims that they're going across america but like they they visit two states like yeah. come on mate there's 48 states in the continental u.s and you visit two of them and you're like oh it's a haunted houses across america it's kind of like the world series but only the u.s competes uh you know it's a very small sample size yeah um i was thinking that too but also when i was looking up the film a little bit i think it's like high school football in texas mm -hmm. it's like a big thing in the south apparently these haunts and everything i didn't know that but yeah it's a big deal it's a big culture down there yeah and and maybe when they were doing the research they found out the most extreme really are in uh texas and louisiana but i liked at the beginning of the movie it was like a you know throwaway line they because usually what annoys me with found footage is the shoddy camera work the shaky too much shaking too much looking at the ground instead of what we we want to see. But they made this um this comment that the character Jeff, who we really don't see that much of because he is a cameraman, they're like, oh, you went to film school, so you get to hold the camera type vibe. So the camera works pretty, is pretty solid throughout. It didn't bother me at all, so. <laughs> yeah, I think it was better than the Blair Witch or oh, um, sure. Cloverfield was one Cloverfield. that I really didn't enjoy. Because they they do the part where it's like if someone's running while holding the camera and and they do a lot of those shots. Um, Yeah, but they have these five friends have an RV. They rent an RV, uh, presumably. 
and they're going across America for some haunts, and I'm like, that is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. That sounds so much fun. Yeah, that would be a really cool thing to do. But there's a countdown throughout the movie until Halloween, and I think we start at six days yeah. to Halloween, and it sounds like that's when they started their trip. And I'm like, if you want to maximize your time, okay? Haunts are starting in September now. Mm -hmm. Like, we are a capitalistic society. <laughs> we want to get the most bang for our buck. So we are starting the season early, which mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not complaining about when it comes to October and Halloween, but why wouldn't you start sooner? Come yeah. on. Maybe, I mean, they are adults, so maybe they have jobs. They couldn't get more time yeah, off. Maybe, maybe they only got one week off of work to, yeah, that's to travel. It's very, uh, very realistic then in mm -hmm. that sense. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to say, even before the film starts, because I really enjoy kind of watching the very first thing the directors decide to show us to kind of set the tone for the rest of the film. Opening it, shot. Yeah, the opening shot. And it's like, like I guess a quote uh, from someone that says they're not scared of um, werewolves or vampires, you know, the the monsters we traditionally grow up hearing about that are scary, they're talking about what they're really scared of is what people are willing to do to other people. Yeah. Um, and that really resonates with me because throughout the film, uh, as you mentioned, one of the cool things is these interviews that they're having with actors or like the, the haunt attraction owners. And it's like, how far are you willing to go to scare someone? How close do you get to the point of this is okay versus not okay? Mm -hmm. And other shows do that too. Like the, the, the Walking Dead is not really a show about zombies, but it's a show of what people do in to this. other people in those situations. And yeah. I enjoy seeing like that human behavior and what people will gravi gravitate to. Because in the horror movies that scare me the most, besides from Child's Play, it's really more the this is more realistic, this is the, the guy next door that might be willing to, or that be capable of doing something like this. Not so much the far-fetched stretch stories that make, make it seem a little bit unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, there's such a huge fascination with true crime, so mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely, yeah, people are definitely interested in themselves as humans like what do we do to each other what are we capable of why everyone always wants to know why when mm -hmm. something happens like that which fair but yeah and speaking of why why do you like haunted houses hmm. i don't know i think it's probably the adrenaline rush for me because and also i am a coward it's the safety net as well it's like this is going to be fun. We're going to, I'm supposed to be scared. I'm definitely one of those people that just walks through a haunted house and laughs, but like out of nerves, like, um, I'm like, ha, I'm terrified type laughter. Not like, ha ha, that's fake. That's I'm enjoying the experience. I love it. Yeah. And I, I love whenever there's a good, like foggy room with some light, interesting light flickering. I feel like I'm on drugs or something. It's like, woo, let's have a dance party in here. I don't know. I think it's just because it's so different from your everyday. It's just something fun to experience. Why do you like them? Yeah, I mean, similar reasons. It's one of those where I enjoy the horror films. I like being scared. I don't know why. I guess it is also like an adrenaline thing, but it's maybe post, like the, the high you get from being scared and then and coming down from it. Um, 
But I also enjoy the fact that, okay, this is not real. Um, I don't know how much fun I'd be having if I ended up uh, down the road and someone's like, hey, come through this, this real haunted house. That's um, why I don't want to do that McCainly or Camely manner because that is real in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe they'll let you out eventually, but I know no one's ever completed it because I don't know if it's a day or half a day, but it's gross. Yeah, and, and and we've gone to, I don't know, what what maybe not that extreme, but what the industry would be calling extreme where we've signed waivers when, when you go in there and actors touch you and going through haunted houses you know it didn't start out that way like people couldn't actually touch you they would get really close or the jump scares and then the first time i guess like an actor and it wasn't even like an aggressive but like just the fact that someone like grazed you or like grabbed your ankle or something like that just elevates this yeah you know yeah for some reason (laughs) they, they they love that i think one of the last ones we did were they separate you or like they they physically grab you and you know i don't want to say restrain but kind of like block block your path or something you have to push through Um, i feel like that's the new the new thing right now is the separation from your group mm -hmm. because at first it was touching and i don't know covid what's going on but um yeah touching came out first and then it like oh how do we make it more extreme let's separate the group from each other so but to that I think what spurs Zach throughout the the movie is he says towards the beginning he wants to feel like how he felt when he was young at a haunted house. He he wants to wonder whether or not it's real. Mm -hmm. And we know how I grew up from last episode. I was not going to haunted houses as a child, but I feel like most parents maybe would prime their child saying this isn't real, don't worry, these are actors. So I'm like, what haunted houses were you going to when you were young that you thought it was real? Like, I don't think that's what he's after, the nostalgic feeling. I think he is after this fearful, is it real or is it not? Because when he finally gets that, where he doesn't know if it's real or not, he doesn't want it anymore. He's Mm -hmm. like screaming, like, let me out, let me go. So I think it's like this idea in his head, as it is in maybe a lot of people, it's like, oh, I want to be scared to death. But then when you're actually in that situation, you're like, oh, this was a mistake. I didn't mm. actually mean that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a situation where I was like, is this real? Is this not? I yeah. want to know it's fake and I'm having a good time. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I like the getting scared part. When when I go through a haunted house, I'm the person that starts walking slower than the person in front of me because yeah. if I see someone jump out at the person in front of me, then I'm like, okay, I know that's where it is. And I think subconsciously I'm always looking for that just to ease my own self in in terms of not getting scared. But we've definitely gone to some horror films where I've been shit scared, where I was like, I did not expect this. Some dude is like strapped to something and gets launched right in front of my face and almost gets close to to hitting us or where you think there's glass and there really wasn't glass in front of you and the actor comes out. One time you had to like, stick your hand in someone's organs yeah a key and mm-hmm. then they like wake up yeah and it, attack you <laughs> yeah, there was, um and and that's where like things are getting more interactive like right how, how do you make the haunt scarier and the more you make your guests interact i think the more immersive it feels and even though i know it's fake and you know it's, it's not real 
But in that moment, you're in a room, there's props, it, it makes it feel real. And I guess it was kind of like a mix of a haunted house and I don't want to call it an escape room, but we had objectives to mm. do in each, each yeah, room. And right. it was like, oh, find the key. And there's a body with a hole in its torso and you have to reach in there and there's like probably jello or so, so it's like your hands getting wet. It's not like you're just reaching into a, a hole and there's there there's the key. Yeah. You have to like dig through whatever they, they put in there. And then the actor wakes up and okay, it's it's it was supposed to be a zombie and I'm not fearful that it the, the person's gonna bite my arm, but when the the person woke up, that freaked me out and I think that for me, that's what makes it fun. And oh yeah, I would say my least favorite interactions at haunted houses are when you're in line waiting or you're outside of it waiting, and they come up to you <laughs> because it's that awkward human interaction for me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't know how to interact with you when we're not in the in the <laughs> house. Like, please don't come up to me and talk yeah. to me. I don't want to. I'm like. Yeah, because th there's some I actors scream? who are just kind of like I scary. And then there's other people who are like, hey, how's it going? How are you guys? And with like the scariest mask on. One time I got a clown's card. He's like, let me give you my card. <laughs> and it was um, it was a playing card. And then on the mm -hmm. back, it just said Carl. And I was like, oh, yeah. that was good. <laughs> but that was so awkward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I, I wrote down when we were watching? I was like, and they have to have this somewhere. If they had an entire town set up like Silent Hill, oh. that would be such a good haunted experience mm. that those games and yeah, the movie too, the first one, creep, um, beyond creepy. It's so, uh, I think because the character design is just something out of this world, yeah. but yeah, I, I was, I don't know, watching the movie my mind was like going wild with mm -hmm. things you could do or places you could visit and i was like oh i would i would go to a silent hill um haunted experience in a minute and we've seen i think it was a the universal horror nights or something like that where they drop you off in i guess kind of like a campsite and it, it was a walking dead theme so there's like zombies everywhere but they drop you off in kind of like the woods and the zombies start like chasing you. So they're like pushing you through to get through the maze. And that was a really cool thing because you you really can't go back. Yeah. Um, and I think they give you like like flag football things where it's mm -hmm. like if the zombies take it, then then you died. You didn't make it through the yeah, maze. But can you still and... go through it? Because I'm like, I've yeah, yeah, to go I mean, through this maze. I, I think the whole point is <laughs> to come out like as the survivor and then your friends that died mm -hmm. or like, oh, you didn't Rubbing make in it. Their face. Yeah. Um, you were viciously murdered yeah. by zombies, um, huh? But that that interactivity, and we see it in this film where they visit one and they're doing like the paintball, and oh, we yeah, we've never cool. done the paintballing, no. or I think um, laser gun, I think is another one. But yeah, because I was thinking when the, we were watching the paintball one, I was like, doesn't that hurt the actors? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be the zombies. Yeah, I'm sure they had some like protection, but I feel like it was because some of them are getting shot in the head, and I'm like, okay, you're you're helmet better be like you better not have any eye holes like, like holy yeah. crap um because they're they're covered and i'm assuming you have you know guests coming in for six hours a night or something you're getting shot at um yeah but that seems like it'd be a really cool thing i remember we also saw like the camp horror weekend or something like that where you have to survive 
seven hours and they had different tiers and i honestly don't think i could do the last tier Mm because it was like because you're camping which is really cool and i would love to do that but i don't mind being separated from the group in a haunted house because i know in a couple minutes we're gonna re as we meet up outside but like what if we get separated camping and then i spend five hours the rest of the time alone like that's scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) not being alone just I don't know what they're going to do to me. Yeah, and being a girl, you definitely get more attention from, like, they pick on you more. Yeah. Because I think they feel like you're probably an easier target or, mm-hmm. I don't know. At one point, a few of the friends get high before going oh. to a to the haunt. And I was just like, I don't know, do what you want. But hearing the stories from some of those documentaries, like when big beefy men would or people would come in drunk and then they would punch them because they got scared like i don't like that and i'm just like i guess depending what type of person you are when you're high and drunk but like i wouldn't ever want to be inebriated in any sense and go into a haunted house because you're interacting with other people so it's like important to behave yourself i don't know it's just i didn't like that yeah and i i mean some people are going to do what they're going to do but at, at least for me just being alert makes the haunt scarier where I feel like if I was drunk or high and I don't notice things and I'm just kind of like walking through and then I don't even see someone scaring me. It's like I feel like I'm diluting my own expression or my own um, experience. experience. But there's other rooms that are designed to be disorienting. And mm. we, we see it in the film where they're going through and there's the strobe light. And the strobe light makes it like uh, almost like a um, stop motion, pixelated sure. thing. And there's sometimes like, I don't know why this is disorienting, but there's a bridge that goes straight and then oh, you're I in a tunnel those. that spins. I love those so and much. And then you're, I don't know why, like I guess it's the way our brain works or our, our eyes work. And I'm like, why is this making me wobble? And we have been to some where the the actual bridge is a little bit wobbly, and then it makes it even harder. Are you sure? To then? I'm never sure. I'm like, is that just all in my brain? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I I thought some do because maybe. Um, but it's one of those where it's like it's already hard enough to to get through sober, let alone on on something. Yeah. Um, can I just say though this? group of friends they're always parking their rv in the creepiest fucking Mm -hmm. places they can find i'm like where are you and i know one time they said oh they said we could camp here but the rest of the movie it always looks like they're just off this back road and Mm -hmm. i'm like are you really allowed to be there this is texas yes i'm biased (laughs) yeah i'm like ah terrible terrifying yeah and um throughout the film like you were saying, when they when they interview the actors, um, one thing that really struck with me is, and hopefully things are getting better, but actors sometimes come out on the bottom end of the stick with this thing where guests punch them or hit them, or because the actors grab them, the people feel like they can also grab the actors. So yeah. if you guys are out there, don't do that. Um, but not just that. As things were getting more and more extreme, they describe incidents where actors die. And I think two of them, I think they they mentioned a boy and a girl, that they were 
I guess, playing around with a noose and they did something to the prop or they like fell and then they like hung themselves. And I tried doing some research. I couldn't really find anything concrete. So maybe it's one of those where there's razor blades in the in your Halloween candy because we all have that friend that has a friend who, yeah. you know, whose I, brother found it. Um, I really hope that's an urban legend because otherwise that's so sad. Yeah. And then they talk about how the actor hung themselves. And then people are like, oh, wow, that looks so real. And then they keep going through and let alone like you're you're walking through a real dead body, which automatically all of a sudden makes it feel like, whoa, that that's scarier. And in, in the film, they talk about, ooh, this is a scary haunted house because they they actually have body parts that like they got from like a, a medical school or something like around there and so just knowing that a body part is real versus oh that's a prop at least for me i like it automatically makes it creepier and i remember many many years ago there was like a yearly series of films called like eight films to die for and Mm. there was one where it was like the props in this movie are real like I, i don't know how they did it that they got some um arms or feet or something like that from same thing from like a med score that the body parts were donated and it's like now you're making a film with real dead body parts and isn't that interesting how that freaks us out as humans is it like confronting our own mortality or this idea of desecrating the death but if people donated their hopefully it was people who donated their bodies i don't know why i just remembered um body worlds Mm -hmm. that was fascinating I went to that when it was here in the city years ago, but even though it's medical and scientific and it's for, I don't know, I'm sure it's for research to some degree, but you are at the end of the day, like cutting people into thin little slices and spreading them out. Um, There's something eerie about it. Mm -hmm. There are some pretty great scares in this movie. The one I really liked is they're just hanging out by by the campfire they made right next to their RV in the middle of the woods. This guy just walks up behind them quietly, and there's no like sting, no no boom, you know. Mm-hmm. What something goes underneath my skin? Beard oil? What's beard repair? Beard repairs oil? you do it like once every three days. Those are all flammable. You know that, right? Huh. Fuck. Jesus oh, y'all enjoying my fire? Holy shit, man! I was like, oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> but then they actually sit down. He sits down, and they're talking to him, and then um, he seems. He seems pretty chill, but a little, um, a little standoffish. He has makeup on, like he's, so they're treating him like a scare actor, which he might be, I'm not sure. And then they say something about like backwoods. They're like eight, nine years old. You know, it's like hearing like backwoods shit. There's no rules. There's none of that stuff. What you mean backwoods? And then it just cuts and you're like, yeah. ah! Well, how did they get out of that situation? That's so awkward. Because mm-hmm. then it was just silence. It was like a good 10 or 15 seconds of silence of them all just staring at each other like, mm-hmm. oh, fucked up there. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have I, said that. I think that's the point in the movie where you start crossing the line of what was safe and, and what's getting close to that l- line that they're trying to figure out is what is okay and what is not. Um, cause the first couple haunted houses, day five and six of Halloween, it's, you're very traditional, more like, 
I would say aim for kids scary. It's like they go through, there's some jump scares, there's some clowns, people in scary costumes, but you don't see anyone being grabbed. You know when the haunt starts and then they start visiting kind of like in the middle of nowhere haunted houses where they're, I, I think they're talking about they're going to the bathroom and you see like these actors and like, I think it was a clown suit and they're like banging on the porter potties or something like that. I made note of that. Um, I was like, that is a fucking nightmare. Don't yeah, ever do that um, to me. <laughs> You know, and I think I think a little kid comes out, and they, I think the the scene cuts, or they don't scare him, and something like that. But yeah, um, our five friends are, you know, they they park their RB kind of far away. You know, you don't want to take up all that parking, and so they're walking to the attraction, and they run into kind of like this bunny with an axe or or something like that in the woods. Yeah, one of them like, goes to pee, so he's by himself. I don't know who it was. If it was Jeff or I thought it was Zach, but I, I kind of mix up all of them. I, I guess That's except fair. for Mikey, the other, the other. Yeah, the one with the kinda, beard and the girl. Yeah, yeah. and the rest. And then I'm the like, other who? three kind of <laughs> blend in for me. Um, yeah, but they separate from the group, and all of a sudden, there's there's this bunny. That uh, was scary. And it's like, even I think they even make a comment like, "Dude, we're not even at the the haunted house yet." Yeah, and. But they're they're looking for this extreme haunt, right? Um, so it's like you see how scarier or more extreme each haunted house they visit the closer and closer they get to to Halloween. Um, and I think in in these scenes is where that line starts to get blurred because yeah. um, Zach, who's the one that's saying, "Oh, we're looking for the scariest," right? They're they're doing some research and they're saying. There's some haunted houses where you can't just Google haunted houses near me and, and here's the haunted house. They're saying you go to this place and they give you a password and you that password tells you to go somewhere else. And it kind of reminded me of the rave scene in um, L.A. when I was there where you go to a place, they give you a map, you follow the map, they give you a code, and then you go, they, they, they give you the last address and you go in and, and, and there's the code and, and you go in. And it's one of those where for a haunted house, if that's kind of like what you have to go through, theoretically, and my mom like, oh, that's really cool. Like I had to go and find this because they're, they're talking to locals. They start hearing lore about like a blue skeleton or a blue skull, blue skull yeah. um things like that so it's like it's you know is is, is this a real thing is mm -hmm. it not but it's one of those attractions that travels where one year they were here one yeah. year they're there and i feel like the fact that there is no permanent building of blue skull company incorporated <laughs> it, that makes me feel safer when when you go to a place that it, it's always there versus a traveling to one. the manager <laughs> yeah yeah let me, let me talk to the manager um and the locals they keep talking to for me get creepier and creepier like well they're following them too there's some actors scare actors that follow them throughout the entirety mm -hmm. of the film and it's creepy because they make note that oh we saw that person a hundred that was like a hundred miles ago yeah. why are they here yeah because they, they with with that bunny and then there's like Oh, the the creepiest girl. I, who, that like, mask is so good. Yeah, I love that mask. Yeah, who whoever played that, whoever designed that mask, and and the weird part is it's it's so simple. It, yeah. It's it's not like it's gruesome or or anything. It it kind of reminds me of like a 
Raggedy the Purge. Like a porcelain doll. Yeah. And then that you plucked almost all of the hair out. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it was a fear of porcelain dolls as a child that struck with me. But Everyone has that fear. Those things are creepy. Her costume is just so effective and it's so memorable because, you know, here's a movie about haunted houses. Everybody's dressed up. But you recognize this girl. Yeah. And so these actors start following them and... I don't know if it's presumed to be that those are people that are working for the Blue Skull. Uh, I assume or Blue so. Ske- it, it is Blue it, Skull. It's Blue Skeleton. Blue Skeleton. And yeah, and then the locals that are telling, because first they, you know, just meet some people at the haunted house and they're like, oh, I've heard of this. I've heard of that. But then when they're heading towards, I guess it's Louisiana. Yeah. That they're like, oh, you want to go to this bar and you want to meet this guy Giggles? Giggles? Like, oh, no. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. I'm all up for being scared, but I feel like that's where I would draw the line. Of, yeah. And this is a very unsettling scene where, you know, the, the, they get to the bar and they tell them, oh, yeah, we, we know Giggles. He'll be here, you know, hang out or whatever. So the, the five friends are having a beer. Yeah. But before you get to the point that I think you're going to get to, this clown walks up to them and he's so limber. Oh, yeah. It's so creepy. He reminds me of those inflatable two men Mm -hmm. at car dealerships the way he's moving and we saw we were driving um one time maybe last halloween was also okay walking down the street and he that was his costume it was the most ingenious thing that was like the best costume Mm -hmm. i've ever seen because when he walked i don't know how they had it engineered or set up because when he walked it did like the Mm -hmm. with every step yeah i want that costume we we reached the stop sign and then the kids started doing the dance too so it was amazing yeah it was it was really cool but anyways back to that props to that one (laughs) and so uh brandy's like oh i need to go to use the restroom so here once again the one lonely girl gets separated from the group and then the people are like oh giggles is here um, but this is where you start getting into, hey, you can't record here and stuff like that. And I think they make a comment like, why are you recording? And they're like, turn it off. But then like idiots, they keep turning it back on. But obviously the, it needs to happen for the movie to happen. Yeah. Um, so they're going to go outside. And then some of the locals are like, oh, these city slickers left their movie camera here. Let's make a movie. And they're like, let's go into the women's bathroom and creep the shit out of Brandy. I mean, uh, I definitely got worse intentions than that. I was just like, God, please don't go down this route. Yeah. Because like I say, let's make a movie. Let's make a movie. And they're in the women's bathroom. One girl. And there's three of them. And I'm just like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Fuck all of you. But she just yells at them and gets out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily she was able to. um, Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say for me, I think that's definitely where I would start drawing the line of like, dude, that's like, I'm there to get scared. Like, you yeah, know, do, do a jump scare. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where, you know, we're, we're starting to see that line draw of, is it real? Is it not? Mm-hmm. Is, is this okay? Or is it not? Cause they're, they're, they're constantly asking, you know, the, the interviews that are happening, uh, I guess the day or right before they go into these, these haunts, or maybe it's after. And there's a scene where they ask someone, like, how far are you willing to go? Mm-hmm. And the actor pretty much says that he's willing to, to do no matter what, that he's willing to break his arm. He's willing to break his back just to 
scare someone. So it's like the people that these attractions hire, one, I think they're extremely dedicated to their craft. Yeah, um, for sure. But then the, the interviews start revealing that we don't know who the people are and there's a element of scariness that comes to it because they're like oh do you guys do background checks and they're like you know we should but we don't yeah they're like we're gonna yeah and i'm like no you're not you're just saying that because you're on film oh my god yeah and um you know that they're asking people like how how do you vet these you know your your employees and granted a lot of these attractions are there for 30 days so it's like as you said a lot of um in the the art of the the haunt um some people go bankrupt because you essentially have 30 days to make your investment back and whatever you need for your profits. And yeah. um, if you're going to be spending everything on like background checks, is it even a profitable venture? Um, which a lot of the people end up saying like, it's not profitable. They're actually losing money, but they just love doing this so much that they keep putting it on every year. But I mean, I don't know what kind of training would go on, how to scare someone. I feel like most of the people, it's like they, they use their own personality and they bring that out. And that's probably what delivers that unique experience. But they also start bringing up that these haunted attractions purposely go out and hire murderers or like someone who had recently um you know gotten out of jail or prison and they have certain backgrounds and they're like no yeah that this place has people who have actually murdered other people and now they're scaring people yeah that was like one guy who said that he's probably just talking out of his ass yeah and and, and that's the thing where it's like least. yeah <laughs> you know and it's it's a is it like how certainly good lore to start i mm-hmm. guess if you want horror discussions surrounding your haunt yeah and and not that i've ever or we don't go in asking the manager what their hiring processes are you Mm. know i just thought that like hearing that makes me a little bit uneasy and it always makes me wonder but every time i've been at a a a haunted house it's always like a fun experience you know i'm there to get scared the actors do such a great job i think that that girl with the porcelain doll mask has for me, the best scare of the movie. Mm. Um, they say they're parked. They have their RV parked somewhere. They say it's like 3 a.m. and she's just standing out there. And this is after they've traveled a hundred miles from when they saw that particular scare actor. And fucking, I don't remember his name. The one with the beard goes out to talk to her, and I'm just like, it's 3 a.m. No, don't do that. And then. I thought it was a really good scare when he comes back on the bus because you're like, oh, he's like, nothing. I don't know. Nothing happened. She didn't say anything. And he comes back on. But then she all of a sudden is like right behind him walking on too. And I thought that was a really good, mm-hmm. quiet scare. And I'm like, why would you let her on? Shut the door. And then, um, but yeah, then the second part of that really good scare, she's just sitting there and then she just goes Rah! or something like that. And I'm like. Hey guys, is that the girl from the haunt? She didn't really say anything. Now, for is there anywhere we can take you? Yes, that is my. See, if I were Brandy in that bathroom, that's what I would have done. I just wouldn't like. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. But that's a real good defense, I would think. Yeah. Not really. Don't take advice from me. <laughs> Yeah, and then after she does that, she just gets off the bus. Yeah. Um, but it was it was such an unsettling scene. 
they did really luck out with uh, their interactions mm -hmm. because they just seem these scare actors just seem to let them off the hook because it's like the one guy at the fire we don't know how it ended but you know presumably nothing happened you say some this girl comes on the bus screams and then it's like shit how are we gonna get her off the bus this is creepy mm -hmm. no she just leaves of her own accord it's like i guess you'd call the police but still they didn't have yeah. to really deal with those ramifications yeah and uh, like these guys are kind of like jerks too because um they go to some of these these haunted houses and they're like look you can't record and, hmm. and granted it's a movie so they, they have to record but then they get this scary ass clown who's like i know you guys were recording i'm here for for the film and he's like getting in their face and then at the same time there's another scene where mikey and the the guy with the beard and one of the other dudes they like get on the roof of like one of the haunted houses and they're like yeah we're partying we're having a good time blah 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 that was scary because like, just off the scene you saw like this little clown conference and i'm like oh my god i'd be terrified if i were them i'm like oh shit they're gonna murder us <laughs> yeah and so like they're just pissing off all of these like haunted house owners where i mean i don't know if they talk to each other but the blue the blue skeleton is clearly has seeds in all of them and i feel like if i was the blue skeletons i'm i'm like getting mad at these dudes like mm -hmm. Like, dude, respect the, respect the rules, respect the, yeah. the attraction. and Don't ruin it for others. Yeah. Because I think it's like things like that where it's like, yo, there's these five jerk offs that are like being douches or whatever and going, mm -hmm. going to all of or doing a trip across America. One of the creepiest things is, uh, you know, everybody's sleeping. Yeah. And night vision comes on and, and it's recording and they they record like every single one of the five in their RV bus. Yeah, um, sleeping. Nothing happens, but of course, here's the the touch. Brandy sleeping and just like a little hand like grazes her 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 face. Nothing happens. They wake up and they're they're clearly online because that that's how they're doing research and trying to find like the the, the extreme haunted houses. And I think it's um, Bobby or maybe it was Zach they like end up in a forum where they find a video of the five of them and yeah, they like, posted it yeah. on a haunted house forum mm -hmm. it was so creepy and they're like oh who recorded it and they're like oh it was you and they're like dude they have all of that all of us yeah. sleeping so it's like how could it have been me if like a minute ago they were recording me as well it pretty much starts to escalate once they are told the location of the blue skeleton this year, which is in Louisiana and Baton Rouge, eventually on they tell him Bourbon Street. And I didn't really know where oh I guess we could have looked up the last haunt that they were at in Texas because it did tell us, I think. But I just did Texas to Louisiana and it's mm -hmm. eight and a half hours. So like, yeah. all right. Yeah, well let, let's hope they were in East Texas. Um, yeah. Maybe around Houston or something like that. Yeah, but the way they found out to go to Baton Rouge was also really creepy. Yeah, um, oh my god, I hated that. That was a really good scare too. Yeah, and, and once again, it's it's a simple scare. They're in their RV. Yes. They're, and, and granted, they park in the middle of nowhere, but I, I, I don't know, I'm assuming As this is do. like rural Texas, so it's not, it's not like you're in a parking, uh, what is it, parking meter going. And... They people start banging on the RV and they're like, "What is going on?" It's pitch black. They're looking yeah. out the the windows. They don't see anything. Then they hear that someone's on the roof, 
And then like the weird part is they're like, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. And they're like, dude, they know you're there. Yeah, I know. Um, like, don't tell me to shut up. I'm going to start screaming like a yeah, goat and uh, try and creep these guys out. <laughs> yeah. And um, I guess the guy on the on the roof knows that RV power is up there. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, how'd they do this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know where the... I, I've never really been in an rv i guess maybe i've, I've like stepped in one maybe I touched but I, don't, one. I, I don't know where the power is but they they cut the power right they cut so the power so they they clearly like have some sort of electrical in our movies mm-hmm. lights out yep. orphan now this one. yeah yeah and it's pitch black they can't see anything and i wouldn't have thought of this because i'm like they, they cut the power but i guess they're they're like trying to make their way to the front of the rv one of them probably jeff because he's the driver i guess turns on the rv and then the front lights come on and holy crap there is like i have 50 clowns uh or 50 people, people dressed up just standing just there in front of the rv not doing anything just yeah like and they're, standing they're just still. standing there um it was good yeah so many good scares in this one that's what i mean it's like worth waiting through the filler mm-hmm. because i think it's worth it and then I don't know what happens, but I, I guess I don't remember. Like the the lights go off, and then the they turn on the lights again, and they're all gone. That was the only like, be, considering how real it's been up until that point. That was the only like, because yeah. they turned the lights off and on again pretty quickly. I thought like mm-hmm. way too quickly. You would have at least seen the dust from everyone trying yeah. to run away. Right, really yeah, and, and that's the part where it's like. All right, let's look at it from a production point of view. All right, guys, they're going to turn on the light and you're going to stand in front of the RV. And then as soon as the light goes off, go and run to the woods. Like, can you imagine someone has like their bullhorn? They're like, all right, assemble. But they can hear them because they're like, uh. Yeah. And then probably like I'd be the slowest actor in the back. Like, then they'd probably like see me running away. Oh, my God, that'd be amazing. But I mean, it could have been something like just slowly and start dispersing like where, where are they gonna go yeah probably i just think if you like running and then you trip you're like oh yeah, crap tri- trip and, <laughs> and fall um yeah and it's so like creep it creeps the five friends out i mean it creep it would creep the shit out of me like i it don't was, even know if i would sleep right that's um, the other thing i think they stay there it's implied someone makes a comment that to me made it sound like they fucking stayed there mm-hmm. then i was like why yeah do you think like oh they followed us this far like why would we move it's like i don't care how far they followed you you'd still move right as any rational human being maybe park in uh, a rest stop where there are lights and other hopefully other people like i don't know park in a hotel parking lot somewhere anything (laughs) well maybe the realistic part is that they didn't have a budget and That's They're true. looking for free parking way out in the middle of nowhere. But then, you know, it's it's the next day. Somehow they go to sleep, even though someone broke into their RV without them even knowing and recorded them. And once again, they hear banging on the RV and they're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. They open the door and they see a pumpkin. pumpkin. You know, it, Never has a pumpkin look so sinister. Yeah. No, it didn't actually. It was just like there with a note. Yeah, I was like, there, oh, that's cute. There's a note on the <laughs> pumpkin that says carve me and like, now oh. Zach is getting all like, whoa, this is it, guys. This We've so made it. Cool. But everybody else is like so freaked out where they're like, we're going to call it. That's it. Let's go home. Wait, can I just say real quick, though? We forgot to mention that after they had broken and filmed them sleeping, I think they two, the two guys that were talking about it decided not to tell anyone else. But then they opened the fridge oh, and yeah. there's 
I guess it's supposed to be a heart, but to me, it just looked like one of those Christmas hams with the um, the cloves in it even, and they just like painted it red. And I'm like, <laughs> that's just a ham. Yeah. Be like, oh, thanks for the ham. Because <laughs> they didn't have like any other food in there. They had like cream cheese and beer. And, and I'm beer. like, there are five of you. How is there not more food in this truck? I mean, if they are RV? traveling, I would say eat the local food to go out. But, but if still. you don't have a budget, like yeah. you can go out every now and then. But if you're going to be eating out for every meal six days, that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> There's seven days. but Is it? Well, I was thinking six days to Halloween and then was oh, Halloween right, right. zero yeah, or was yep, Halloween yep. one? I don't know. I, don't I think it was Halloween zero, to be honest, because th there wasn't a number. Yeah. And so like the the pumpkin had had a note or a uh, envelope with a mm. with a note saying an invitation. Here's the invitation and come to Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street, Bourbon in Street, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, yeah. home of Candyman. Oh, I want to. Well, or Sabrina not Green, really. who knows, depending on which... Uh... Definitely Chicago. He's from Chicago. <laughs> Here's that party scene that in a lot of the haunted houses that we do, they always have more than one. It's like you go to one location, but there's like four or five or, or plus different theme haunted houses. And it's always cool to go into the psychedelic rave oh, i love it <laughs> love it i'm just like um, i'll just stay in here some of them Let even have like you. 3d paints now and you put on oh, the glasses yeah. it's disorienting so here's that party scene too like this whole movie reminds me of like one big haunted house thing we're following our actors and they had the blue mask oh i guess i guess we forgot to say the the next oh, day yeah. They find on the windshield these Wiper, yeah. these two blue skeletons. Well, I think there was enough for all of them. What they might have just framed two. Yeah, I mean, I maybe I only saw two. But they but... were like metallic blue skull masks, blue skeletons. Yeah, so they're they look pretty cool. They put on the mask and they're they're in um, Bourbon Street and they're trying to find or make a connection to the blue skeleton. So they as they're walking around, they're like, "Oh, I see someone, the blue skeleton." They're taking it off. They're like yo dude look at this this is us we're here but in true blue skeleton fashion and i don't know how they pulled this off um yeah i was curious about this too because i think jeff is following bobby yeah and they have hoodies on and somehow the blue skeleton makes the switch of bobby to one of their actors because then what jeff thinks is bobby is walking faster and faster he's like yo bobby wait up blah 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 and then bobby turns off screen and then the best actress in the world comes in and it's like the creepy girl with the porcelain mask yeah and it's like oh shit and he recognizes her but first Bob bobby leads him down an alley and yeah. it's like and he's screaming and now it's just the two of them and the sound has really decreased now so it's like dude that's not bobby he mm -hmm. wouldn't not say anything he would at least be like come on dude yeah, we're gonna yeah don't go down scary alleys. Following some rando in in, yeah. in the hoodie. And then the the bunny pops out and I guess it's, Jeff is the first victim yeah, they kidnap of, the, Jeff. of the blue skeleton from, from the group. And it sounds like, so if you're not knowing that there's a sequel or anything like that, it sounds like they beat him up and they cut out mm -hmm. his tongue because they're like, stick out your tongue, we're going to cut it off. And I thought before we saw the second one, that yeah it was um i thought it was all real i thought they died at the end of this yeah. movie so 
pretty good. Yeah, I don't want to say I hope, but it's one of those where the audience needs to decide mm-hmm. um, on what's real or what's not. Which sometimes it's a very unsatisfying ending because you're like, just tell me, was it real? Was it not? Like, don't go based on a true story. Don't yeah. go to this place. Like, it, it really happened. So then the four friends, the four left friends, mm-hmm. are kind of like regrouping. They can't find Jeff. And they get a text message. Yeah. And they're like, come to this address. Yeah. Which, um, what was the address? Because when they pull up, they're on like a dirt road. Oh, they gave and them cross nothing... streets. I oh, think. okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. They're like, come to these cross streets. Still look like a dirt road. Uh, be there at midnight. And I guess it's like Halloween night. Um, and oh, yeah, midnight. Then it's not Halloween anymore. I guess not. What are we doing, it's guys? It's Saints Day now. <laughs> yeah, and so they, they get a direct or they they find their directions they get there and then they park and this school bus bus rolls rolls up up. no thank you which we've been to some uh haunted houses where you park and then a school bus picks you up so i don't know if this is like a common thing maybe maybe renting school buses is a more cost effective measure um but they get this text message saying get on the bus in 60 seconds or your friend is gonna die and then they actually count down. They're like, yeah, they're like, because yeah. they're arguing. What are we gonna, like? Yeah, no, do blah, we go? Blah. Do we not? Because they're like, is this real? No, it can't be real. This is this is the haunted house. This is what we wanted to do. We need yeah. to go. We got to finish this. It's Halloween. And and then when one of when they send another text, like thirty five seconds or whatever, they also repeat something that one of them had said. Oh, so yeah. clearly they can hear them in the RV as well. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> dude. But how much money does Blue Skeleton have then to be? following you around the country rigging this shit up who's funding them (laughs) well it's i feel like the blue skeleton is a subsidiary of the what was it the the gentleman's hunt club from hostel i thought you're gonna say Um, like the um whoever runs the escape or yeah or i was gonna say or or yeah what was it rla menace yeah menace i don't know uh minos minos um yeah one one of those things (laughs) because Clearly, the Blue Skeleton is putting on a show for their customers as well. But at least they're not. They're recording them. Murderous. Well, as far as we've of. seen. Yeah. Who knows about that third well, one? Well, yeah, yeah. Based on part two, they're I may have just murdering. dreamt up in my yeah. head. <laughs> Maybe they're uh, not as extreme as Minos that actually kills people. Um, yeah. But this is where everything ramps up. And mm-hmm. I think it's a little messy because I didn't. They separate them, but then don't separate them. Well, there. Brandy seems to be alone on the bus, but then they all end up in the same house together. And I get like, because they have hoods on, they get out of the RV and then get onto the bus, and they put hoods on them and take them elsewhere. So I get that you're you're playing with them that they're being separated, but watching it is a little confusing. I was like, what? What? Where are we? Who's yeah. with who? Yeah, may, may, maybe it's a big house, but yeah, the, each one of them is kind of going through what we're assuming is the same place but different parts of the house Mm -hmm. yet nobody can hear each other so i don't know if they have like the soundproof walls or yeah yeah, who knows and brandy's filming everything because they told her don't stop oh yeah they pick up the camera um but each one is in a very different scenario where and and this is where i lose who's where because it's so dark and it's the found footage, so you don't see their face. But yeah, and I think someone... that's fine. It's giving you like a, a haunted house experience because yeah. you're like disoriented and you're like, where am I? Yeah. What's going on? So there is so much tension yeah. being built, and 
nothing is happening and I feel like that's the worst part for me. Mm. And it kind of reminded me of, and they, I don't know, call it a shark movie if you want, but open water mm. where like they see a shark, but then they don't. Yeah. And then it's like, is it there? Is it not? And so you're scared because you don't see anything. So and, you're saying it's the worst part because it was effective for you? Oh yeah, for, for okay. me. And, and the fact that they're spending, because they're, they're screaming, they're like, help, I'm done. All right, you, you proved your point. Yes, I'm scared. Yep, I give up. I, I didn't make it through. Yeah, I put, Let this end. I put everyone's done with this yeah. at this point because everyone's like, let me out. I'm done. I'm yeah, done. Like, that's it. Uh, you know, in, in some of the more extreme, and, and I guess compared to this, we've gone to some not extreme places, but they give you a, a, a safe word mm. um, yeah, where it's like, if you get to the point where you are done, you, you say this word and the actors know. take you out. Yep, this this person has had enough. They'll walk you to the exit and you can wait over there and your your group will meet up with you later. So clearly there was no safe word in this one because they're just like, I'm done. I don't I don't want to do this anymore. And no one's responding. And I feel like yeah, for me, that's that's, that's the worst part. Cause one of them, I'm assuming, is already in the coffin because they have like a yeah, blue we don't glow see stick. Jeff. Oh, what are you like oh. somebody has a blue glow stick. Oh, I guess I just kind of and it's it's that. like pitch black. Um, yeah. So I don't know if they're walking around, but like they don't see anything. And then I think it's like Bobby walking around, and they're just like, "I'm done." There's light because I think he ends up seeing Bobby through like a glass window or something like that, but they can't really hear each other. But none of the the blue skeleton people are reacting to what they're saying, yeah. and I think that's what makes it worse. And then Brandy, of course, she's like, I want to get out. And she's actually the one that runs into one of the blue skeletons because there's oh, a guy yeah. that runs at her. And I guess like what beats her up or like we don't knocks see, her out cold. But yeah, when um, we see her next, she's knocked out and they're putting her into the trunk of the car. Mm -hmm. But I did just want to say about the, the end of that scene. I, for me, it went on a little bit too long. Oh. So I was just kind of like not. But I mean, yeah, if I were in that situation yeah. and being like, guys, safety word, I'm done. Yeah, of course, be a different story. Yeah, but I don't know. I Maybe I, I was just putting myself in there, yeah. but I was just like, dude, somebody come out. Like, put put these guys out of their misery. Like, just the fact that, like, nothing happened. And I, I, I guess I can see how, like, you can say it went on too long. Um, to each their own that's fine you were enjoying it i was checked out but it's one of those where it's like oh for so long that i'm like oh finally like when like there was so much finally, relief they're putting me in a coffin yeah. thank you yeah, the, the scene was resolved um no but they put them all in coffins and mm -hmm. they bury them i don't know if they had a tube that they just couldn't see yeah. but they bury mm -hmm. brandy yeah. completely yeah which also, she's in a wooden coffin, and it looked like there was some, like, gross organy stuff behind her. And the guys are on these, like, plush, cushy coffins. <laughs> like, what is up with that? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, and I was then, like, um, man, that sucks. Because <laughs> it is wooden, I guess, they then, and it's not sealed. You, you kind of see some dirt starting to, like, fall on her. and That's awful. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think she even says it, like, I can't breathe. Like, let me um, out. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're trying to push through and get out, but... Here, the blue skeleton is just like burying these four people, five, if you count Jeff, we don't know what, what happened to him. Yeah. Uh, alive. Yeah. And then um, that's it. We end. And we end with some interviews or just one. 
and it's you know kind of like maybe the thesis of the film he's like oh when i'm a it's a scare actor and he's like oh when i'm in makeup i'm not me i can let my aggression out on these strangers which is not what you want in a scare <laughs> actor i don't think um i do remember in the documentary them saying like oh the best kind of scare actor you want is someone who has empathy not someone who wants to take yeah. their aggression out on someone else so i think that sums up what the movie was going for yeah <laughs> who knows who these people are with mm -hmm. their masks on and they don't have any accountability mm -hmm. allegedly yeah and uh, at the end of this one like at least when i first watched it and like i said this is one of those where you let the audience decide is it real or not until you make the sequel. Oh, yeah. Until, <laughs> until you make the... And, and even if they made the sequel, it could have been like, five people disappeared. We don't know what yeah. happened to them. Like, I don't remember if I thought... I think when I saw the sequel, I was like... Or saw that there was one. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, is it going to be new people? They're going to mm -hmm. be doing this to a completely new batch of people. But no. Yeah, okay. And, and <laughs> granted, I don't know, may, maybe Bobby uh, and, and Mikey, they were like, no, we got to come back for the sequel because they're, they're the ones that wrote it yeah. and they're the ones that are acting in it. But I like the idea that it's not real and it's this bigger uh, organization. Yeah. And, so. and, and I do think a lot of people would feel safer that way to be like, look, it really sure. wasn't real. It it was a haunt. This is how it's this is how. This is extreme. Extreme, right? This is what you wanted. Extreme. That's definitely much more extreme than anything I would want to experience. Same. Oh, Don't man. bury me alive. Yeah, I mean. Ever. Like I said, I'm fine with with the touching, the grazing, the separating, maybe a little bit of a, a... With a bug being crushed in your hand. Yeah, we went to one where like they this, did that this guy, there was like, ro like, I thought they were fake roaches on the floor. They were everywhere. I don't know what the deal was with that well, and yeah. it smelled where it, i kind of feel bad for the actor i was like dude you got to be in there for like how however long your shift is but the dude crushed a roach on the palm of my hand and i was like mm. yeah um, that was disgusting yeah um, i wonder what like uh entomologists i bet you they're not happy about that yeah, they're like know. what the fuck they did what now but it's like things like that and i remember we were in in a room where if you're uh claustrophobic and we're sitting down and these like ball pit balls start falling from the ceiling they stopped literally like right here yeah. i was like oh shit this isn't yeah. gonna and they made us sit down like yeah. they wouldn't let us stand up and i was like yeah and it's like you know you sit down you don't know what's gonna happen and really once it gets to your chest and they're still coming you're like this is not fun how far <laughs> is this gonna go um uh, and I guess, uh, I don't know what the average Do we do like this? Is. Create the cold? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's something like, yeah, it stops around your, your mouth or eye level. But if, if you were that. on the shorter side, you would have been completely submerged. And granted, these are ball pit, yeah, you know, yeah. the... Ball pit balls. <laughs> Sheldon Bazinga ball pit. Um, so it's not like it's anything sinister or scary, but... For me, that was such a but in the way oh that shit, clowns oh shit, oh shit, yeah aren't supposed to, they're supposed to be like happy things that mm -hmm. entertain children, but they're so fucking creepy. Yeah, it's like the red balloon from it. You yeah. see a red balloon now, and you're like, oh, fuck that, okay. I'm out. Yep. But anything else you want to add about the film? Mm, no, I think that's it. Yeah, definitely a fun one. You should give it a watch. Like mm -hmm. I said. Only warnings would be the stripper bar and the strobing oh, lights. Yeah. yeah. And I would say 
if you haven't gone to a haunted house, visit one. And if that's, if you know that's something that you would be interested yeah, yeah. in. I know some people just. Yeah, if, if, if you have some interest, like if you heard, oh, that sounds cool, go to one. At least go to the parking lot. Um, there's, there's some fun stuff going around. And actually a lot of them, because a lot of them touch now, a lot of them do give you the option to opt out of mm. that. They'll give you like glow sticks that yeah. mark you as someone they can touch or can't touch. So. Yeah. Yeah, and they have safety words yeah. if they need them. Yeah, type I mean, vibe. if it's your first time, don't go to one where you have to sign a waiver. Um, I feel like they all make you sign waivers now, though. Yeah, that's probably just gonna... to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully, we get to check out a few haunted houses this Halloween season. We'll see. And we'll go get scared, have a good time. Safety first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're getting a little revering off. So just gonna end it then. Tell us your thoughts about the film. Leave any suggestions for future films you'd want us to watch and discuss. And thanks for watching with us. Thanks, everyone.